Hear MPB's Season Pass, Thursdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio and mpbonline.org. Coach Mike Bianco. Coach, it's your 17th season, man. It seems like yesterday you just got there. It really does. Uh, you know, uh, time flies when you're having fun, but excited, as you said, uh, you know, opening day, you know, a couple days away, and excited to get on the field and play somebody with a different uniform. You are in a select club that I don't know if you know you are a member of. You are a head coach who coached someone who is still alive who won the World Series for the Chicago Cubs. Chris Coglin, of course, was on the Cubs right. roster this season when they won. Have you talked to Chris? I mean, that's got to be just a whirlwind experience. I don't Winning the World Series, but to do it with such a and to break the uh, the greatest curse in uh, North American sports. Yeah, you know, I've talked to Chris. You know, leading up to it, and and actually, uh, you know, was able to go to Game Six with my son. Oh man! Uh, and, uh, courtesy of Chris, and uh, you know, be able to uh, speak to him, you know, for a few minutes before the game, and uh, that was the you know the game in Cleveland before Game Seven uh, in, the, in the championship with their backs against the wall. But you know, so proud of him, and and you're right, and and I think what was neat is to kind of get a perspective from from you know a player that's actually you know in it. You know, I remember you know, talking to him, you know, somewhere in maybe August or September, and you know, he was you know a utility player, and you know, just had a role of pinch hit, come get a start here or there in the outfield, and played everywhere basically on the field, and and I remember him just talking about you know how neat it was and how what an honor it was to be a part of what you know I think everybody at that time was hoping that it, you know they they had a, had a chance, but it was so far yeah. in the future, you know, there's so many games that they would have to win and tough series but i think those players felt that you know back in you know august you know that uh uh it was going to be something very special coach you landed the first number one class in Ole miss athletic history talk about their impact and what they'll do to get on the field this season I'll tell you, Sam, when they, you know, got on campus, you know, this fall, we knew they were very talented and a class that, you know, was recognized by a lot of publications as the best in the, in the country. But one of the biggest challenges, I think, for college baseball coaches is can you get those kids to play like they did in high school? And I think to the to average fan, they go, well, what, do, what do you mean? You know, you know, certainly they can do that. But, you know, a lot of times the pressure of, you know, stepping on the field, you know, in the, in the SEC program and, you know, where there's competition, and for the first time they step on the field, they're not the best player on the field. I mean, you know, you got to imagine that when they're 18 years old, leading up to this point, every team they've ever been on, they're the best player. And now all of a sudden, you know, they're they're, they're in a bullpen and there's, you know, five guys better than them. They're, they're, they're standing in the infield and they're looking at Tate Blackman and Colby Bortles and you know, preseason All-Americans and, you know, they've never had a college at bat. And so a lot of times that pressure, that, uh, that maybe uh, sense of uh, uh, unconfident feeling go in their head and, and they don't play the same and uh, I'm really proud because I think the staff has done a terrific job with these guys and uh, the young kids have played so so well through the fall and early spring and and really look mature out there they don't uh, they don't look nervous they don't look unsure and uh, now it'll be real this weekend and so hopefully that'll continue but uh, I'm proud of what they've done to this point to prepare themselves for the for the first weekend yeah and it seems like Greg Kessinger may earn himself a, sl- a starting shortstop uh, spot. He'll be putting the jersey on that his granddad and his uh, and his dad and his uncle put on. 
No, you're exactly right, and uh, and he will. He'll be starting at shortstop on Friday and third generation, third generation, you know, Kessingers. And I, you know, I you know I, I remarked early in the fall that you know Don Kessinger is like the Archie Manning, you know, baseball, and 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 even and really when you look at Gray, I mean, it'd be like Eli's son, uh, you know, <laughs> playing you know quarterback here. And so you know it's you know the third generation to to, to run out there uh, not not only in the uniform but to, to start at shortstop. And uh, I'm excited for him. You're right. He, he's played, you know, terrific and uh, very, very mature and, you know, uh, reminds me a lot. I was at Texan back and forth with Zach Cozart, a kid that was a star here 10 years ago uh, that's now the starting shortstop for the Cincinnati Reds and uh, talking about and he was he was commenting how, how, how the great things that he's heard, heard about Gray and, you know, maybe the best compliment I could give Gray was, you know, he reminds me a lot of Zach Cozart. We spoke to, on this show, we spoke to the Oxford High School head baseball coach and asked him, you know, it's got to be tough uh, coaching out there. You know, your sons are playing on the field. Uh, he, he has a Kessinger out there, too, with Keith and Don Kessinger there. A lot of baseball knowledge around the around the Oxford High School program. They do a great job over there, obviously. They they don't need any help from us. They've won two back-to-back state championships. And uh, I got two boys in the pro, or three boys now, a, a freshman that just, you know, got to, to high school this year. So for the first time ever, we'll have three kids on one team. So we'll, we'll still be watching a lot of uh, Oxford baseball. You spoke about him earlier but uh, I, you and I spoke around the same time last year about Tate Blackman coming off a tough freshman year. Boy, he rebounded exceptionally well uh, in his sophomore campaign. Uh, just talk about him and what his role on this team will be leadership-wise. And also, he was a draft-eligible sophomore and decided to come back. So that's uh, got to be big for your, a big shot in the arm for the program this season. No, you're exactly right. You know, Tate, uh, two years ago, came in and uh, had a lot of uh, accolades and preseason you know, hype surrounding him, and, and he'll be the first to admit it that he just didn't handle it very well. You know, the pressure got to him, and uh, he had a you know, very tough uh, you know, freshman year, but worked really hard with Mike Clement, our hitting coach, you know, in the offseason. And, and to, to, uh, to Tate's credit, you know, he, he just wore it. He didn't, he didn't blame anybody. Uh, he just knew that you know, he didn't handle it well, and he's got to play better, and he came out and had an outstanding freshman year and batted in the middle of the lineup you know, the whole year, you know, maybe our most consistent hitter from day one to the end. And, uh, you know, this year, obviously, you know, coming, you know, passing up, you know, the, the offers to, to play Major League Baseball and to come back your, your, your junior year, and you're, you're right, he was a uh, you know, draft-eligible sophomore because of age. You know, Tate comes back with a little different role. Not only do we need him to be you know, one of the you know, uh, hitters that carries this lineup, but, but we also need him to show a lot of leadership because he's only one of eight upperclassmen. We've got two seniors and six juniors. And, and so you know, a little different role for him you know, off the field as far as you know, leadership in the dugout and in the locker room and even on the field. And uh, really proud of the way he's handled himself. We knew Colby, because Colby was a, a leader for us last year and a captain, and you know has uh, been terrific. And you know, Colby has that presence. You know, Tate's never had to fill that role before, but he's done it beautifully since uh, he stepped on campus back in August. Coach, you lost a lot of your weekend rotation uh, with Brady Bramlett being gone, and uh, and your number two started getting drafted. Uh, what's the rotation going to look like this weekend against East Carolina? We'll start off on Friday night with David 
Parkinson. And David really took over that number two spot about you know midway through the season last year. I think he ended up with like a six and one record. He started the season out of the bullpen uh, and uh, you know pitched so well for us. And when the when the rotation looked uh, not as secure as it probably needs to be in SEC play, we made a change and, and moved David Parkinson to that number two spot. And from then on, he just rolled. Uh, and so he'll start on the on Friday night. He you know, uh, through the fall and early spring, uh, he looks like the most dominant guy we got. He's a you know six three, six four, left-handed pitcher that's uh, got four pitches and he really locates. And uh, you know, I'm excited for him in his junior year. Uh, pitching on day two will be James McArthur. James was a freshman All-American, big six seven, you know, right-hander. That his main role last year was that midweek start on Tuesday. Uh, but but he did get some starts on the weekend. He beat LSU here uh, in SEC play. He beat Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament. So he he is a seasoned guy and a guy that's pitched in big games for us. And and then on Sunday he's Brady Feigl, another freshman All-American from last year that uh, pitched out of the bullpen. But it was really that guy that I, I think kind of flew under the radar because out of high school he uh, he uh, tours UCL and had Tommy John surgery and redshirted his freshman year. And then so his redshirt freshman year the second year here uh, was just outstanding. So those three guys will start us off this weekend. Talk about Will Stokes, what he brings to the bullpen. Well, Will's just terrific and you know, one of those guys that I think really solidified our bullpen last year. We had Wyatt Short had been there for two years and uh, you know pitched you know uh, outstanding for us. But there was at times that we tried you know Wyatt in a starting role and used Wyatt in a lot of different ways. And you know he was a selfless teammate and just accepted everything that we needed. But also with that was was Will Stokes. Uh, Will at times was kind of the setup guy, if you will, for for Wyatt. And at times you know he he was the guy that was on the back end and closed the games. You're talking about a guy that really wasn't your closer but had seven saves last year and 30 appearances. And so, you know, Will is, you know, on you know the the preseason you know stopper of the year you know uh, award list and you know on a, on, on a lot of preseason I think watch lists and uh, a guy that's got a fastball in the low to mid 90s and a strike thrower with a great slider so you know last year one of the the biggest strengths we had was our bullpen was so so strong and so a lot of that had to do with with Will Stokes and, and what he was able to do and like you said you know Feigl moving to the starting rotation but we got three freshmen that have been competing for starter. Uh, 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 roles, but you know this first weekend won't do it. And Will Etheridge and uh, Ryan Rollison and, and Greer Holston. So all three of those guys will be in the bullpen this week, along with Connor Green and Dallas Wolfolk and another freshman All-American and Andy Pagnazzi. So we feel that you know the, the bullpen will be a strength again for us this year. You start the season off kind of tough, and you're uh, you played Dan McDonald last year, one of your uh, older older assistants, and then this year you'll you'll get a look at Cliff Godwin and ECU. Kind of wild, isn't it? I guess when you've uh, coached for uh, as long as you have, you're going to coach against some people that are uh, that have been on your staff before. Well, yeah, and just proud of you know what you know Cliff's done at you know East Carolina, his you know his alma mater. He le- he left after we went to the World Series uh, three years ago in 2014, and you know took over his you know, his program uh, that he graduated and played in and, uh, you know, one that was kind of struggling at the time. And it's just done, you know, a marvelous job. And 
uh, you know, been to back-to-back regionals, and last year made it to a super regional, and uh, was a couple outs away from getting to Omaha. And, you know, when he left here, uh, we talked that first fall, and we had an opening this first weekend in 2017, and, and so did they. And and we chuckled about it a couple weeks ago, where you know, hey, it sounded like it, uh, it was a great idea, you know, three years ago, but uh, you know, now you know, you look up and two really good programs playing each other. You know, maybe it wasn't the best design, but uh, but it'll be fun. Uh, you know. Be great to see, you know, uh, Cliff. I know his team will be sensational, you know, like they have been the past couple of years. And I think it'll be a great atmosphere. The weather's supposed to be, you know, perfect and, you know, in the mid 60s and sunny. So uh, it should be, it should make for a great weekend. In some publications, this will be a top 10 showdown between a uh, number eight Ole Miss and number six East Carolina. Coach, we'll let you get out of here on an easy one. Uh, the Cardinal 80s powder blue uniform is going to be back in the rotation this season. Yeah, they will. I'm, I'm not sure, you know, I don't know if we selected the uniforms. Usually we wear them on Sunday. No doubt, uh, you know, that, that was a big hit, and uh, you know, the, not only the players but to, to a lot of the fans, you know, love that uniform. So certainly that that'll it'll be in the rotation.